no mind to that. As I was talking earlier about uh, making time for God, there's a lot of things in the world today that can distract us. Uh, there's distractions all around. And uh, if we're not careful, our mind and our focus will be on the things of the world. Jesus said, he said, lay up yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth and rust doeth corrupt. Uh, he said, listen, oftentimes if we're not careful, we're laying up ourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust doeth corrupt and thieves do break through and steal. But he said, lay up yourselves treasures in heaven. And this morning, that's our desire. I, I want to lay up my treasures in heaven. Uh, these things on this side are corruptible. Uh, they will go away. They will burn up one day after a while. Uh, I think about, uh, I don't think it's a bad thing uh, to want to help your children. I don't think it's a bad thing uh, to want to uh, leave them things one day after a while. I, I don't know if I'll ever be in that position to leave them very much in a financial state. Uh, but that old house that me and her live in, one day after a while, it's going to rot away. It's going to decay. Uh, but the things of God are eternal. And this morning, uh, we are talking about eternal matters. Uh, whether it be uh, eternal and glory in heaven, or if you fail to believe and place your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, uh, you will spend an eternity in hell. Uh, this morning, and I certainly uh, pray to the effect that God might have His way with you. Uh, our, cert our message this morning isn't necessarily the to those that are lost, uh, but if you feel compelled this morning, if God is drawing you, I encourage you to seek Him. Our thought this morning is about the adversary, and uh, I have thought a lot about this. Uh, I'm sure many of you that uh, are know you study and different things, you'll know that we'll be taking our reading lesson from First uh, Peter in the 5th chapter uh, this morning. I do have an interest in the desire in your prayers, but I have thought about uh, the adversary uh, this week, and I have thought about him uh, some time now. These things have been upon our hearts. Uh, but none the least this morning, uh, if I don't get anything across to you, I want you to know that we have a help. Uh, we have someone that, uh, that maketh intercession for us, that helps us. And uh, my friend this morning, uh, that uh, Jesus Christ is there to help and to guide us through this walk of life. Begin to think about over here in Peter in the fifth chapter, and I know uh, that he is exhorting the elders. And uh, I began to think about that this week. And he began to, uh, as Peter began to explain here and to exalt him, uh, he was giving them a description, if you will, of how they was to conduct themselves. And he, uh, uh, for your reading, you may go ahead and look at that a little later on, but nonetheless, he was exhorting them uh, that they were to feed the flock of God. And this morning, uh, that might be my desire for you. I realize that my work, as far as uh, in this season of time that I am in, uh, I believe this uh, morning that he has called us to, to, to try our very best to be a pastor. And my friend, this morning I realize that uh, 
Uh, I, I may uh, fail in that a lot of times, but I want you to understand what uh, uh, Jesus was telling uh, Peter there as we read about in John. He told him, he said, uh, Peter, do you love me? And he said, yes, Lord. And he told him, he said, well, go and feed my lambs. And he asked him again, he said, uh, do you love me? And he said, yes. He said, go and feed my sheep. And I'm paraphrasing this this morning. And he asked him a third time. He said, uh, Peter, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know that I love you. He said, you know that I love you. And he said, then go and feed my sheep. Go and feed them. And this morning, that's my desire this morning for the church, for the people of God, that they might be fed. Because I realized this morning that the adversary, he's wanting to seek and destroy and to devour everything that he can. He's trying his very best to tear down everything that we're trying to build up. That's what he wants to do. I want to feed you this morning. I want you to come to the Lord's table and sit down and get full and leave this place knowing that your cup has overflown again. Knowing that God has opened up the windows of heaven and He has poured out a blessing so much that you can't even receive it. That's my desire for you this morning. So won't you come for just a short while and sit down at the Lord's table and allow Him to feed you. Allow yourself this morning to take in the Word of God that you might be encouraged throughout this life, throughout this walk. Begin to think about over here in Peter as we pray for us for just a short time. I need the Lord's help. He says, over here in the 6th verse. He says, Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that He might exalt you in due time. Cast in all your care upon Him for He careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who hath called us into his eternal glory by Jesus Christ, after that ye have suffered a while, make ye perfect, established, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and dominion forever and forever. Amen. And I want to here in the sixth verse, he says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. And this morning, I want us, if you will, uh, I realize that Peter here, he was exhorting uh, the elders. He was telling them uh, how they was to conduct themselves and how that they was to feed the flock of God. But I certainly believe that this uh, scripture here applies to everyone this morning. Uh, but I want you to know as he was exhorting them, he was telling them how that the adversary, uh, which he's talking about, your enemy this morning, is what that means. He says the devil, 
He is going about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And this morning I want you to know and understand, uh, he's good at what he does. Uh, my friend, he knows uh, just exactly, and maybe this morning y'all are different than me, uh, but he knows just exactly uh, what to use against me. He knows the tactics to use against me this morning. He knows what uh, uh, things can be said and uh, things that can be done. Uh, he knows what avenues to pursue me. Uh, he knows that, uh, my friend, if I, I can get discouraged. Uh, he knows that uh, I can get down in a place just like Elijah was over there. Uh, when the uh, 450 prophets of Baal, uh, my friend, was destroyed. And if you'll remember, uh, it says there that Jezere uh, Jezebel uh, sought that uh, she might take his life. And Elijah uh, found himself down there by the brook. And my friend, he found himself underneath that Jupiter tree. And I believe he was feeling sorry for himself. And my friend, this morning, oftentimes I get that away. God will move a big mountain in my life. God will do something big. And then if I'm not careful, I'll find myself underneath that Jupiter tree. God is able to provide. My God is big this morning. But He spoke to him over there. He said, uh, God is not in the fire. He's not in the earthquake. But yet He spoke to him in a still small voice. Is God still speaking to you this morning in a still small voice? Sometimes, uh, if we're not careful, it ain't the big things in life. Sometimes it's a little thing. I've made the statement several times uh, for God to do something. I feel like He might have to come behind me and just hit me upside the head with a two-by-four. Listen, God don't always work that way. Sometimes God just speaks to us in a still small voice. He just comes to us in our times of despair. He speaks to us. Aren't you thankful this morning that you got somebody that wants to talk with you? That wants to sup with you? That wants to help you through this life? He said, humble yourselves. Under the mighty hand of God. Listen this morning. I don't want to make this about me because that ain't what it is. There's things that God, uh, my friend, that no doubt He has helped me through every challenge of every day. But it doesn't take very much for my mind to get distracted over here. And I begin to think about this, or I begin to think about that, or I begin to think about this. And I become to a place where I'm thinking, Lord, what about this doubt? What about that doubt? Maybe this morning I'm just talking about me. But he said, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. 
This morning I know what I am. I look at this church and I feel so blessed. And at the same time, I feel so weak. Brother Austin, I'll tell you, brother, I still get scared every time I try to stand up here behind a book bowl. Because the thing that God has entrusted me with is so precious. It is the truth of what we're standing on. And I realize my responsibilities. He's entrusted us with His Word. And yet Satan, he can come out of nowhere when it seems like everything is going the way that you think it ought to go. Here he comes. When you feel like you're on top of the mountain and everything's going just right, be prepared because here he comes. He says that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. Every care that we have in this life, cast it upon Him, for He careth for you. Every challenge, everything that we face, cast it to the Lord, for He careth for you. He careth for me. He said, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. This morning, I'm so thankful that what God has placed in the hand of Jesus, no man can pluck out. That it is his, and that it is eternal, and yet he is keeping it. But my friend, that does not say that just as soon as this life begins, that uh, as we begin to walk in the grace of God, that the devil doesn't come in and try to tear down everything. He desires nothing more to get you to a place where you can't serve him. He desires nothing more to get you to a place to where you can't pray. He desires nothing more. You know what that word desire means? Jesus told Peter over there, he said he desires to sift you as wheat. That word desire means to covet. He desires nothing but to covet you. He desires to have you. That's what he wants. He wants to destroy everything that you can bring out for the glory of God. And he wants to destroy it. He covets it. To covet. He desires the relationship that we have with God. 
He wanted to be God. He desired to covet everything that God had. In the 14th chapter of Isaiah, he talks about how Lucifer was cast down. So what did we do? Jesus told Peter, he said, he desires to sift you as wheat. My friend, this morning I want you to know that our battle is not with each other. We battle not against flesh and blood. We battle not against those things of this world. Against each other. But yet, he says that we wrestle against principalities. We wrestle against those things of darkness. He tells us furthermore, he says, put on the whole armor of God. That you might be able to withstand the wells of the devil. His tricks. Church, I want you to know and understand something this morning. That my God is bigger than Satan. He's overcame him. He has crushed his head beneath his heel. This morning I think about what James do pray for us this morning like I said I don't know how long we'll be but I think about what James says he says submit yourselves therefore to God resist the devil and he will flee from you draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh unto you cleanse your hands ye sinners and purify your hearts ye double minded he said draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you submit yourself submit means to lower, to lower ourselves, to submit ourselves to God. Listen this morning. He said, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Submit ourselves. The things of the world wants to distract us. The things of of this, uh, of all the material things, of, of money, of education, and I'm not saying any of those things are bad, but yet the love of money is the root of all evil. Those things are yet eternal. I mean, excuse me, are yet temporal. They are not eternal. He said the love of money is the root of all. You know, oftentimes I think about, you ever heard people, they'll say, well, the devil made me do it. You ever heard people say that? Baylor got in trouble here a while back. He said, Daddy, the devil made me do it. I said, no, Baylor, I said, you made a bad decision. You've made a bad choice. 
We're going to reap what we're going to sow. And we're going to be held responsible for the choices and the decisions that we have made. But that still doesn't mean, uh, my friend, that Satan does not come and, and try to sift us as wheat. He desires to have us. He desires to put things in our mind. He desires to get us to a place to where we cannot serve God. He knows he can't have our heart. I think about over here in Matthew in the fourth chapter. He says, Then Jesus was led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, and afterward hungered, and when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command these stones to be made of bread. And he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but out of every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Then the devil taketh him up into a holy city, and setteth him upon a pinnacle of the temple, and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou shalt dash thy foot against a stone. And Jesus saith unto him, It is written again, that thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Again the devil taketh him up into an exceedingly high mountain, and sheweth him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them. And he saith unto them, All these things I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And the devil left him, and behold, the angels came and ministered unto him. And this morning I want you to know, as Satan came up to him, and I want you to know that Jesus had just been baptized, and the, the dove descended there in the Spirit, and and no doubt the Lord had spoke out and he said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And Jesus was led up there into the wilderness on the mountain. And my friend, as he was there, uh, Satan come up on the scene. But I want you to recognize how Jesus answered the devil. He said, For it is written. And my friend, this morning you want to know how we withstand the wells of the devil. You want to know and understand how we are able. Uh, my friend, we can't do those things on our own. I'm not big enough on my own. But thanks be unto God through Jesus Christ and His Word. We can overcome those things. He was tempted. Can you imagine as He was led up there the mountain? And yes, he was God in the flesh, but he was man. And he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Can you imagine? I have a hard time this morning going without lunch or supper. And this man went 40 days and 40 nights. He was weak. And yet the devil took that time when he was vulnerable and he came to him. And he said, if thou be the Son of God, make these stones into bread. How often does it seem like to you that the devil comes to you in your time of temptation and your time of weakness? Maybe y'all are different than me this morning. 
the only thing that I can do whenever I get to that place and it seems like Satan's right here in my ear and he's whispering things to me and he's telling me things and he's trying to stir up strife and contention. You know that's what Satan does. That's what he wants. That's what he desires. He wants to stir up all kinds of confusion. He's the father of lies. That's what he wants to do. And as he's right here whispering in my ear, there's a place in my heart that's calling out to God. Saying, Lord, help me. I can't overcome these things on my own. I'm not big enough to overcome these things on my own. But thanks be unto God, Jesus is always right on time. We live in a society in a day and time, everybody, they say, well, the devil made me do it, the devil made me do it. Listen, there's consequences for our actions. I've done things in my life that I'm not proud of, and I've done them willingly knowing that they were not right. I don't necessarily say that uh, the devil made me do it. Do I believe maybe uh, he laid that temptation out in front of me? Absolutely, maybe he did. But he didn't make me do it. I think about this morning, and I know I'm all over the place, Think about this morning in Psalms and 17. David. He says here in eight verse, he says, Keep me as the apple of the eye. Hide me under the shadow of thy wings. From the wicked that oppress me, and from my deadly enemies who can pass about me. Do you realize this morning that we are the apple of His eye? We are the sons and daughters of God. We are the apple of His eye. And David said, take me and hide me under thy wings. Shield me from these things. Shield me from those wicked things. But also in Proverbs it says this in the seventh chapter. He said, My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments upon thee and keep my commandments and live in my law as the apple of thine eye. He said, Bind them upon thy fingers and write them upon the table of thine heart. Say unto wisdom, Thou art my sister and callest understanding thy kind woman. He said, Take my commandments Take my word and write them upon their hearts. Just as we are the apple of God's eye, His commandments and His word should be the apple of our eye. So what do we stand on this morning? 
We stand on the truth. No matter the consequences. I've heard people say, if you give them an inch, they'll take them out. And no doubt in today's society and the day and time we live in, that's just the way it is. You give the devil an inch and he'll take them out. We stand upon the word of God. This morning I want you to know and understand that on our own, me and you, I don't feel like I'm big enough to overcome a devil. I just don't. I read throughout the scripture when you look at Samson and he was laying there in Delilah's lap and she was braiding on his hair. He fell into that while. He lusted. We look at David over there and he looked out and seen Bathsheba standing on the rooftop. He lusted after her. We find different places throughout the scripture where the devil has intervened. There when we talk about how Peter and the Lord Jesus spoke to him and said he desired that he might sit him as weak. Peter said, and I know we all know this, he said, Lord, I'll not deny you. Jesus said, you'll deny me three times before the cock comes. This morning I realize some of these things may be hard praying, and I ain't tried for them to be hard praying. But I want you to know, I may be a pastor, I may be a preacher, I may not be a very good one. I want to be. I want to be better. But the devil, he tempts me. He discourages me. He gets on me. There's been times that I have thought, boy, I'd just like to climb off and hold something. But I'm thankful that my God is big enough. I'm thankful this morning to know that the challenges that I face in my life, that God is bigger than those things. I'm thankful to know that the temptations that I have faced in this life are temptations that Jesus faced. And He overcame. Our adversary, our enemy, seeks to destroy us. But my God is big. Submit yourselves unto God and resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Let me ask you something this morning, and I'm going to end. You ever been sitting around somewhere? had a thought or had something come upon you, you know you probably oughtn't have. And just immediately, when that entered into your mind, you started to talk. You thought about the Word of God. You thought about a hymn. Maybe you started singing. 
and then that thought left you? You ever been that? I have. Listen to me this morning. Listen to his still small voice. All the chaos and everything going on in the world today. Listen for his still small Let him speak to your heart. I'm never going to overcome every temptation and every challenge in this life. There's coming a day when I finally will. But I don't want to give the devil no more room than what he needs. Listen to me this morning. I thought about that little church we went out there to. I'm about done. I told y'all here earlier, they've got people that drive two and a half, three hours out there to their church. Just amazed me. Folks, Ezekiel said he looked for a man. Lord, look for a man that was standing again. How often I've seen people that's got started in the ministry. They've got started in the work of God. And they've got over here somewhere. Don't think this morning that we ain't above those things. But God is looking for somebody that will stand in the gap. Too often, if we're not careful, we'll allow the hedge to be lowered. We'll get slack, won't we? Or at least I do. I remember thinking, all the great things that God is going to do. I told y'all here a while back, I thought, boy, I've got to a place where I got a little discouraged. Folks, let's not allow ourselves to get discouraged. Let's not let Satan have more room than he needs. Let's not give him an inch. Let's hold our ground. It's worth standing on. It's worth dying for. You say, preacher, we don't live in that day and time no more. It may come to that point again. Let's not give him one more inch. He wants to destroy this. Too often the hedge is lowered. Let's build the hedge up. This is worth protecting. It's worth standing up for. 
This morning, that might be our weak attempt at a message. But that's what God laid on my heart. I'm going to be honest with you. I absolutely hate Satan. I hate him. Boy, he's done a lot of damage. But we are the church of the living God. Folks, this morning, let's look to the one that can be our king. Let's look to Jesus. That might be our message. I encourage you this morning to follow the Lord. Is there a thought or anything on your heart? Anything at all?